The Lord be with you. Well, welcome to Midweek. So did anyone know the hymn that was used yesterday? As I say, not one I recognised. I've had one response from our organist, our fab organist, Nigel. Of course, with that vast knowledge, I should have guessed that he would know. It's from a hymn called Let All Mortal Flesh keep silence and he describes it as a wonderful poetic vision of heaven and its majesty so thanks Nigel for that and um, and it's the last verse of the hymn that was quoted yesterday here's a reminder at his feet the six-winged seraph cherubim with sleepless eye veil their faces to the presence as with ceaseless voice they cry hallelujah hallelujah Hallelujah, Lord Most High. And um, when I looked up the, the tune, a tune called Picardy, I recognised the rather plaintive uh, tune. And um, now here's probably uh, an I didn't know that about you moment, um, because here's the tune. And um, bear with me. I just say that I have not played this in over 10 years. I've had a little bit of a practice before I did that, but um, I, I thought that some of you would recognise the tune and I wasn't going to sing it. So, today's reading is from Ezekiel chapter 1, verses 1 to 14. Ezekiel's call and commission. In my thirtieth year, in the fourth month, on the fifth day, while I was among the exiles by the Kibar River, the heavens were opened, and I saw visions of God. On the fifth of the month, it was the fifth year of the exile of King Jehoiakim. The word of the Lord came to Ezekiel, the priest, the son of Buzi, by the Kibar River, in the land of the Babylonians. There the hand of the Lord was with him. I looked and I saw a windstorm coming out of the north, an immense cloud with flashing lightning and surrounded by brilliant light. The centre of the fire looked like glowing metal, and in the fire was what looked like four living creatures. In appearance, their form was human, but each of them had four faces and four wings. Their legs were straight, their feet were like those of a calf and gleamed like burnished bronze. Under their wings, on their four sides, 
they had human hands. All four of them had faces and wings, and the wings of one touched the wings of another. Each one went straight ahead. They did not turn as they moved. Their faces looked like this. Each of the four had the face of a human being, and on the right side each had the face of a lion, and on the left the face of an ox. Each also had the face of an eagle. Such were their faces. They each had two wings, spreading out upward, each wing touching that of the creature on either side, and each had two other wings covering its body. Each one went straight ahead. Wherever the spirit would go, they would go, without turning as they went. The appearance of the living creatures was like burning coals of fire or like torches. Fire moved back and forth among the creatures. It was bright and lightning flashed out of it. The creatures sped back and forth like flashes of lightning. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So in Fresh from the Word today, Anne Conway Jones has entitled her reflection, A Bright Cloud from the North. The key verses are verses 4 to 5a. As I looked, a stormy wind came out of the north, a great cloud with brightness around it, and fire flashing forth continually, and in the middle of the fire, something like gleaming amber. In the middle of it was something like four living creatures. So she says, Ezekiel is in exile in Babylon. He was among the first wave of high-ranking Judean officials to be forcibly marched there in, nine, in 597 BCE. That's ten years before Jerusalem was destroyed. Now he sits by the river Chebar. Now the C-H is pronounced like a K, so he's by the river Kibar. No doubt anxious and disconsolate. Then he experiences what is probably the most surreal vision in the Bible, later referred to as the chariot, Merkavah in Hebrew, the chariot vision. Within a great storm cloud, fire flashing all around, Ezekiel makes out four living creatures. Later in the book, they are identified as cherubim, uh, chapter 10. The vision seems to be drawing on ancient imagery for God, both flying on the wings of the wind, uh, Psalm 18, and enthroned upon the cherubim, Psalm 99. These are not the sweet, childlike cherubs of European art, but terrifying hybrid beings with four faces each. When Moses is given instructions for the tabernacle, God promises to meet with him from between the two cherubim on the Ark of the Covenant, Exodus chapter 25, verse 22. And there were cherubim guarding the Ark in the Holy of Holies of the Jerusalem Temple, 1 Kings chapter 8, verses 6 to 7. So in this vision, it is as if the temple cherubim have come to life and carried their precious cargo, the glorious divine presence, away from Jerusalem. For the priest Ezekiel, This explains why the Babylonians were able to overrun the temple. God was no longer present there. 
for the appearance, appearance of the divine chariot throne in this place of exile promises that all is not lost. Fascinating, fascinating stuff. So, um, I just wanted to read you a little bit in my um, study Bible about um, that bit in Ezekiel because, um, again, we know that there's lots of connections everywhere. But this is what it says. It says that, each of the four living creatures had four faces, symbolising God's completeness. Some believe that the lion represented strength, the ox, diligent service, the man, intelligence, and the eagle, divinity. Others see these as the most majestic of God's creatures and say that they therefore represented God's whole creation. The early church fathers saw a connection between these beings and the four Gospels. The lion with Matthew representing Christ as the Lion of Judah. The ox with Mark portraying Christ as the servant. The human, the man with Luke portraying Christ as the perfect human. And the eagle with John portraying Christ as the Son of God exalted and divine. And John's vision recorded in Revelation 4 parallels Ezekiel's vision. Again, more fascinating stuff. And if you look at our font in church, the, the, the stone font, around that font you'll see some of those images. So next time you're in church and are able to go into that area, um, have a look around there because you'll see those animals. So the thought for today is, uh, what place do dreams and visions have in your experience of God? Have you ever had any dreams that you think, well, that was a message from God? Lots to think about there. And our prayer today is from another hymn. And let's see if you can guess this for tomorrow. This is a little easier than, ye than to, uh, yesterday's. O tell of his might, O sing of his grace, whose robe is the light, whose canopy space, his chariots of wrath, the deep thunderclouds form, and dark is his path on the wings of the storm. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord, sometimes it is mind-blowing hearing such descriptions of heavenly beings and your heavenly presence with your people. Thank you for this reminder of what a powerful and awesome God we serve. And when things seem to be all over the place or going wrong, help us to remember your heavenly hosts are never far away and your presence is with us always. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. In our parish prayers today, the 16th, we are praying for all who live and work within the parish of Sorby Bridge. And so, Lord, be with those who live and work here in Sorby Bridge, as we have literally days to go before we celebrate your birth. May this town get a real sense of what Christmas is all about. God with us. 
Emmanuel. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And our streets today are Nelson Place, Nelson Street, New Marsh, Newton Street, Newton Terrace, Norland Road, Norland View and North Lee. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Let us say together, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. And let's say the grace together. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. So I hope it's been um, an interesting one today. Lots lots to think and digest about, uh, but um, wonderful to hear some fascinating things about God and to, to, to learn again and remember how majestic he truly is, our Lord and our Saviour. So until tomorrow, everyone, have a great day and take good care. Bye for now.